Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. In the last episode, I talked about my elementary school experience and how I didn't want to be any part or participant with bullying, but I didn't necessarily know, or just maybe not even bullying, but just unkind remarks, but I didn't know how to stand against it. And so another situation that came up, this was so interesting. Uh, It was in an entirely different context. So at different times, people, I send out proposals to people, potential clients, and then they reply and they, and they don't always reply. Sometimes I send out a proposal and never hear from them again, which is totally fair. (laughs) Part of the genius of having clear pricing information on your website. But anyway, (laughs) I digress. So uh, I I reached this point, though, where somebody that I had spoken to replied to tell me about whether they wanted to be a client or not. And I literally didn't open the email for a week. And it stared at me, mocking me, like, you are not being a good business owner. (laughs) Because anyone in business would tell you that when somebody is either ready to pay you or ready to say, I've come to a decision and you're not for us. But especially if somebody's ready to pay you, you need to say like, oh, good, (laughs) and take their money. This is like basic business 101. And here I was answering plenty of other emails. It wasn't that I wasn't working that week. I just wasn't opening that email because I didn't want to be rejected. And that wasn't necessarily top of mind. And I even wondered a couple of times, like, this is not the most rational behavior. You know, I'm always telling Bob, like, Bob, make sure you're doing the things that are going to bring us money first. And here I was sitting on this email. So a week later, I finally opened the email and it was not a rejection. It was a yes, we would like to engage your services. Thank God. He even said, like, we don't want to start until you know, the beginning of next month. And so that felt like a huge relief. (laughs) Like, oh, I could just reply like, we're better at prayer than we are at emailing, but we're working on it, which is true. But in that case, the truth of the matter was that I had, I needed some inner healing in order to move forward. And so I, I confessed this to Bob, you know, oh, Bob, all this time I've been telling you that we need to respond to certain things faster. And this one just languished in my inbox for a week. And of course, he's very gracious and is like, Amy, you're doing a beautiful job. You know, good work. Be at peace. And I was like, but there is something with this that I need to deal with. And so I, I immediately went into prayer. Like, Lord, I don't understand why I'm dealing with this. Or like, why do I not want to open the email? And then that word rejection came to mind. And so I was like, yeah, I don't, I think I just didn't want to deal with rejection in this email. I didn't want to open it and have the person say, we don't actually need your services, which is silly because if in truth, what I want is for each of us to have what's best in any given situation, if we're not the right service for this time, then I'm genuinely and honestly okay with that. But I suspect that because we had actually had like, a very pleasant one-on-one conversation that that made it extra hard for me to stomach if he was going to say, no, we are not moving forward at this time. And so as I was in the middle of praying about rejection, this scene popped into my mind that I 
I probably hadn't thought about it in a really long time, but it was another scene from elementary school. So in this case, a little boy, I think his name was Colin, had come to our school probably either at the start of fourth grade or fifth grade. And he was a cute little boy. I probably had a little crush on him, as little girls are wont to do. And for a little bit, you know, he was very friendly. And then something shifted. In retrospect, he was probably talking about a comic or something that he liked. And I was like, oh, is that is that godly or something? It maybe was the Simpsons even, you know, no filter in my life. And I don't remember being really judgmental, but more like, is that, is that good? And so at that point I was no longer his friend, but his enemy. And I don't remember anything really overtly awful until the end of the school year when we all got our, our class pictures. And, uh, I don't know if they still do this, but back in the eighties, you would get your little pictures and then you would get maybe like a contact sheet. Is that what it's called? Where it would have tiny thumbnails of your entire class. So you would have this one little page with all the children in the class. And I was walking by and he said, Oh, I'm so glad he maybe even said like, Hey, Amy, I'm so glad that your picture is in the bottom, right? And this other person who was kind of like the lowest person on the totem pole is in the bottom left because I can cut out both of your faces and it will still be symmetrical. And I don't remember how I responded. (laughs) Oh, uh, hmm, okay. But as I was praying, all of a sudden this moment came to mind. And I do realize that in the scheme of life, this is a, it's, (laughs) it's not a large trauma. And I think that's part of the challenge of even talking about some of these things is that it seems like, why would that affect you so much, Amy? Like other people in the world undergo really hard things and you're just sad about this one stray mean comment that came up from a little boy. And, and I acknowledge that, but I think part of the invitation from the Lord is to say, it doesn't matter what other people's pains are. They're theirs. What are your pains? You get to bring those to me too. And don't worry about on the scale of pain, this one is really little and it shouldn't even be acknowledged. So in the way that it's like cast all your cares, I think there's also a part of like, as your father, come to me with your griefs. As your brother, let me come and and walk with you through this. Holy Spirit, come and be the comforter in these places that are tender. And it's sort of like, don't be sad if you're actually dealing with that level of rejection or that meanness and it's taken you almost 40 years. Okay, <laughs> then deal with it. It's all right. And so I I was praying about this and in the, yeah, this moment came up and it was like, oh Lord, forgive Colin for this really unkind thing that he said. And Lord, for anything that I did that maybe triggered it, forgive me. And for any way that I've carried unforgiveness, forgive me. And for any place where I've allowed those mean words to sink in, I'm asking that you would pull them out and all the poison with them. And for any place where I have entered into rejection or um, just like, oh, of course, if I walk by, somebody's going to say something mean. Oh, of course, these little pains are going to glom on. Uh, Lord, I just want to break agreement with that narrative that, uh, that I don't have to live under the meanness of that, that statement. And Lord, for the way that uh, I would never have thought to say something like that. You know, I think that was even part of the shock. Like, 
oh, I genuinely would never have thought of that, which is not to say that I don't have little snarky remarks at times, but I think something like that is just so specifically intended to hurt. It, it truly just took, it took me aback then and it kind of still takes me aback now. And so Lord, I'm thankful that your position is not meanness, but kindness. And so Lord, I ask for Colin that any place where, uh, that is not yet redeemed in him, any place where he's maybe still holding on to meanness in his life, that's not going to be helpful for any relationship that he has. And so I pray, Lord, for peace in his heart, that he would find you and walk with you and that you would be, um, that you, the two of you would be friends. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We bless you in your precious name. Amen. So who knew that a delayed email response would have this kind of like accordion effect or like you, you pull this snag on the sweater and all of this stuff comes out. So that is part of healing. That's part of the walk of faith is saying, huh, I'm not behaving in this exam- in this instance like I normally would. I don't normally have a hard time opening emails. What is it about this one that is throwing me a little bit? And then the Lord shows you, shows me. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You are so good. Amen.